Good afternoon, everybody. Happy Friday. You guys are listening to the first ever episode of Legally Speaking. It's what the fuck this time, Troy, isn't it? It is. That's right. We've unabridged our first unabridged podcast. We're going unabridged. We're going to be talking about April Fool's jokes in the workplace and some of the times in which Troy, as a professional in the sphere, has seen jokes go way too far. It turns out that not everything is funny and not everything is appropriate for April Fool's. But with that saying, we're going to approach it from kind of a place of levity. We're not going to script anything. It's going to be raw. It's going to be uncut. But we're going to have a fun time, aren't we, Troy? That's right. And who says that those things aren't funny? (laughs) That's true. They may be funny, but they're probably not appropriate. And just because it's April 1st doesn't mean that you should be going all balls to the wall on your pranks. Because it is the workplace. And while it may be funny, we, we're going to give you some examples of when it may not be appropriate and could actually face uh, some illegal problems with some of your actions. So we're going to switch things up a little. We're going to start by just going right to your guys' favorite tune. And there's no video this week. It's only real stories from the workplace. We'll be right back. Troy well let's start off let's just talk about it it's April Fool's Day it's a fun day in the workplace I'm sure maybe sometimes it goes too far but let's just start with you know it is the workplace we spend a lot of time there during our life why is it so important that we add a little fun to the workplace well I mean some people don't and they're the people we want to stay away from but you know we want to just have some fun uh I I unfortunately have a problem and this isn't great for me in this job but uh, people have said, I just don't know where to draw the line and what's funny. And I take things a little too far. So sometimes when people come to me, I'm like, really, is that a problem? Um, but I have have learned that there are lines. So even I, um, maybe especially I, uh, have taken things a little bit too far. Well, that's great. I mean, I think everybody has had those moments in the workplace where they realized they went too far in one regard or another. But the most important thing is, as we talk about frequently on this podcast, is communication and learning from it. So that's what we're going to do. We're going to approach some of the craziest shit that Troy has seen in the workplace in terms of people pranking each other. And we're going to hope to learn and grow from that and have a little fun during this episode. Like I said, we're uncut. We're having some fun. So Troy, let's start off with what is the first story that comes to mind when you think of that was a crazy prank to think was going to fly in the workplace. Yeah. So it's funny. I have, I'm thinking of one and I'm trying to edit myself and I shouldn't do that. Right. So um, I, there was a, an employee we at, at this company, we had a gym on site. So there's this employee who was always having pranks back and forth with this other employee. And this guy on April fool's, uh, switched out his shampoo with um, some Nair in the shampoo and didn't tell anybody. The guy came in into the office with patches of hair, literally just patches of hair. So I thought it was hilarious. Personally, I, it wasn't a good place to be because my job's not to laugh at that, but it's funny. Uh, not okay to do, but funny as all hell. I mean, when it comes to pranks, that's, that's, 
it may be funny to just see the absolute <laughs> catastrophe that you caused in someone's life. I mean, I'd be furious. I personally think I have a pretty decent head of hair. And if I was coming in patchy to the workplace, that'd be quite a crazy scenario. So let's just edge on the legal side of things. I mean, that is, I, I don't know if it's assault. I don't know what it could be followed on what it falls under but that's obviously a joke that went too far what are some of the repercussions of literally removing someone's hair in the workplace that's a semi-permanent prank that's not just a like drawing a mustache on him act <laughs> let's well, let's talk about it it. it it lasts longer than than uh than you would hope I, um so this guy the good part of the story is he um shaved the rest of his head because he really did look stupid patchy <laughs> Um, and it grew back very full and maybe better than before. Uh, but seriously, when looking at taking it too far, it clearly was workplace misconduct uh, by the other employee. Uh, you know, we worked it out. I think, you know, an employer could let somebody go for that, but it was bad judgment. And uh, I, I think they might still be friends. I don't know. I like to think that. Yeah, I would like to think that too. I, I think... That's a pretty serious one. I mean, I, I don't know, but we're going to move on from there. And let's talk about moving into, obviously, this kind of joking environment. One of the main things that arises is when people mistake comedy for uh, semi-intolerance, let's be honest. In today's standards, a lot of the things that uh, can be funny in, in previous times in our lives, now that we've come to the new state of cultural awareness, it, it, it boards on intolerance. And while the joke may seem funny. What are some of the things that you've seen that the prank may not have been well received because it, it just may be quite frankly ignorant? Yeah. So I'm thinking of a couple, uh, there were, were a group of folks that again, this April fool's day can be dangerous. You know, uh, it can happen anytime folks, but April fool's day is when the shit goes down. Um, you know what I find hilarious about that? I find that April Fool's Day is the number one day you'd expect for this stuff to happen because it's like it's written in the in the code. It's April first. It's April Fool's Day. So you think but it should happen, right? And it should happen exactly. But th as we're talking about, let's get into it. Uh, tell me a little bit more about some of the things you've seen on this day. Yeah. So um, again, a group of folks just joking around put um, a you know the the frame around a license plate. Uh, put that put a frame on someone's license plate and did a bunch of them. But one of them was uh, a gay pride frame around the license plate. The the other employee didn't know, drove around with it for a long time. Actually, it lasted beyond April Fool's Day. Um, and then when he discovered it, he was he was kind of pissed off, you know, and the folks were like, hey, we were just joking, whatever. But it did become an issue where it was like not well received and also uh, upset other people like the third party people that were just bystanders that were like, hey, what's up? Like, are you bashing folks in, in, the, in our community? Um, and so it, it was, again, funny to most, but also pretty insensitive and, and not funny to some. So. Yeah, so I mean, as I said, this is going to be a joking episode, but one thing that we really want to drill on for just a minute is that, like you said, it, it's important that, as I, as we said, April Fool's is right around the corner. It is going to be a week from, uh, from yesterday when this episode comes out, and it's important to understand that while something may be funny to you, it can be received as incredibly insensitive to someone else and to another person's perspective. So 
do you have any uh, any short tips for when it comes to actually you want to push the envelope? It is April Fool's Day. Have a little fun, but be very careful and sensitive to the fact that your perspective on what is funny and what isn't can sometimes be uh, very different to another person in the workplace. Yeah, and we're also not looking. I, I guess my only tip would be we're not just looking at the people involved, but the other people who are going to witness it. You know, whatever your joke is, uh, it's got to be you're shooting for PG thirteen uh, for everybody, not just the person you're you're focused on at work. Um, you can do what you want at home. I mean, <laughs> it's what reason out there. Yeah, yeah no judgment here. Um, <laughs> But yeah, and again, things might might go too far. And the problem is you're not going to have necessarily companies or HR folks that are as cool and funny as we are. So you know, it may be more of a problem for you. So yeah, I mean, one, one thing is, is you do have quite a bit of experience in this field. So let's talk about just the general understanding of what what is it to facilitate a fun and happy, enjoyable workplace while also like understanding there is a line that needs to be drawn. I mean, I, for one, have no idea where you draw the line in this scenario, but given your experience and some of the things you've been through, do you have a line that you can draw when it comes to pranks? I mean, especially in 2020, there's a lot of 2021 now, but given the things that we've come to learn, what, where's the line? Do you have any idea? I'm the worst person to ask that question. That's so, right. You actually, um, at the beginning of this episode, you opened by saying that you have a, a pattern yeah. of this of this going across. I the wish line. Liz was here. Liz would be, I know what Liz would say. I'll channel her now. Uh, Liz is our HR person. And she would say, the line is five feet, walk five feet back from it. Um, and then you know you're okay. The April Fool's is no different day at work. You get your work done and that's you're safe that way. I say, let's have a little fun. But I can remember two April Fool's days when I was in HR. So like horrible example um, that I played on somebody, um, two different people. But I used to have a great Dane Cooper and he took the biggest shits, as you would imagine. I'm sure. And so I put uh, some of the shit in tinfoil and a baggie, but the baggie was not totally closed. And I put it in one of our uh, employees' desks. And I just left it there. And for at least a week and a half, people just thought he was like, had the worst gas. Oh and, and then unfortunately, it's, I didn't realize I'm not a biologist, but um, maybe I'm just stupid, but I didn't even think about the fact that the maggots would grow in it and it would become like a fucking public health hazard. That's a but, massive um, health hazard in the yeah. workplace. As an HR representative, did you face any consequences from this joke? Luckily, I was the head of HR. <laughs> I self-reported to the CEO that I did this. Um, <laughs> he thought it was funny, but not to do it again. So I promised that I would. But I, would I did something else later. <laughs> I'd probably recommend against, uh, against yeah. putting shit in your employees, especially being an HR representative. Putting yes. literal shit in your employees' desks uh, or your <laughs> your coworkers' desks. 
So again, to edge more on the serious side of things and away from the jokes of this event, what are some of the repercussions that you can face? Have you seen serious repercussions dueled out, given the fact that you avoided them? I, I do think that was funny, but maybe quite a bit of a health hazard. What are some of the, I mean, truly, what are some of the consequences of a joke gone too far? What should people be worried about or maybe not worried, but conscientious of when they, when they decide that they're going to go with a prank? No matter how funny, what should they be aware of? Well, it's always a risk, right? When you're not doing your work and you're doing something that takes away from it and may impede other people, uh, there's always a risk. And it could be very innocent, but turn out badly. Uh, and and the I guess the consequences, I would say, you could get fired. You could be disciplined. You could get fired. All that. But And I know if Liz would say, again, Liz would say, don't do it. Don't do it. Don't listen to him. I'm so glad she's not here right now. But um, I think you you just use your common sense. Like, you know who you would joke with. You know who would not take it well. And if you don't have that type of sense or that type of uh, relationship, then don't do it. Uh, but if you do, skate the line. And you'll you'll set the line. And, and maybe you'll lose your job. Probably not. But let's, let's test if the Foster Group employees listen to the podcast it sounds like Liz takes her job very serious, which 364 days a year is probably very preferable and very impressive. But on April Fool's Day, I mean, she sounded like a little bit of a stick in the mud. And yeah. I mean, and if I wouldn't if I wouldn't have just met her on the last not met her, I work with her for a while now, but if I wouldn't have just had a great episode talking about HR with her, I'd be I'd be a little worried that she's a she's a little bit of a stickler. <laughs> she's a stickler. She's good. She's good at what she does. That's what what you want in an HR person. Exactly. Um, and I want, I, I love her because every time I come up with an idea, I know that Liz is the one to run it by for her to tell me that I need to shut up. You nice. know, that's, yeah. What's the, what's the ratio of green lights to red lights she gives you just as a much. No, I've never gotten a green light, <laughs> um, but sometimes I don't get a full red. <laughs> and oftentimes we've known each other for, you know, six years now. So oftentimes when I'll run something by her, she'll say, you know, it's stupid and I know you're going to do it. So here's a couple of ideas. Okay, so so it's, it's, like a, it's like a quasi yellow light. Like, oh, it's a green light. <laughs> I mean, in my mind, I see green. As a, as a HR professional, that's about the best green light you could give someone is I highly I recommend you don't do this, but you know, yeah, if you're gonna, <laughs> you do you boo boo. <laughs> <laughs> that's right. So true. I mean, we've covered we've covered insensitive jokes. We've covered jokes that went a little bit too far. Um, when it comes and that was you personally. <laughs> Let's just be clear. Let's return to that a little bit too far. Give me a break here. Yeah. What's uh? I hate to ask it, but what's the most egregious example you've seen? If you're allowed to share, what's one thing you saw where you're just like this? This doesn't fly, and it, it's just not okay. Well, I think this takes me to. Uh, jokes in the workplace that are completely unlawful. Like, even though folks thought they were funny, uh, I had a case one time where a, a client had been, African-American client, they were joking around making all sorts of racist remarks, thinking he was cool with it, which I don't know, that was stupid too. Uh, not that it would be funny, even if it wasn't him there. But then the problem became with this company, um, he was not an employee. He was an independent contractor. So in that role, the law did not protect him. 
So, you know, even though after they made these jokes and they treated him like shit after he complained about it, uh, the law wasn't there because that's those are the parameters of law. An independent contractor is not protected by some of the laws that an employee would be. So um, so anyway, that obviously went way too far on April Fool's or any other day. And, you know, the guy is screwed. So, you know, that's not a good place to be. Yeah. So you're saying, I mean, just to kind of circle back to that, you're saying that a group of people in their whatever ignorant thought thought it'd be funny to crack racist remarks. And then this person, this African-American who the jokes were directed at on this day was offended and there was nothing that could be done. You're saying that the law, the law basically just shielded the people cracking the very inappropriate joke. Is that correct? Is in what ways do you see that sometimes if we could touch on it, have you ever experienced things where the law just doesn't make sense? I mean, in terms of jokes, when is the law ever a joke? Yeah. I mean, unfortunately the law is just, you're right in the assumption. That's correct. Like there was really nothing from a legal standpoint that this guy could do. Um, And then we have to remember that the laws are put in place as kind of a safety net. Um, And there are other things that can impact businesses or our lives. So um, in this case, I was all for this guy going to the news, um, talking about this business, explaining what they condone, who they are, uh, and let the market have an impact. So sometimes the law doesn't, isn't the solution or isn't a very good one. Um, in this case, it was not one at all. Uh, so, so yeah, I mean, unfortunately, sometimes we get a lot of, of folks, both from the legal side and the HR side, who are like, hey, help me out. This was really a shitty situation. And we agree. And I will do whatever I can to try to find some sort of avenue uh, to help. But sometimes there is just no legal help. Uh, there, you know, it just is what it is. And that's why... Congress and legislatures called on all the time to pass new laws because there are gaps. So, I mean, this is obviously an egregious example of, uh, it's not even a miscommunication. It's the fact that someone was fundamentally flawed in what they thought was funny and acceptable. But my question is, is how frequently in your career have you seen, have you seen cases get elevated above just being terminated for a, a, a practical joke and actual, is there legal repercussions outside? Like, can you, be held accountable for a joke that goes too far? Yeah, good question. Usually it's the um, the company. If it's a joke inside the workplace, it's it's on the company, you know, because they're there to kind of babysit the situation. And if uh, somebody who's a manager does something that's out of bounds, then, you know, they're going to be in trouble. But can you go after somebody, a person? Probably not. Like, I mean, if you get assaulted, clearly. But, you know, if someone's... Um, if, if, if someone does something in the workplace that's wrong, then they could, they could suffer ramifications, but there's no separate claim, you know, or anything like that. So, I mean, we covered a lot of things today in our, in our uncensored episode, Troy. We've gone, we've gone from uh, bad jokes to worse jokes to completely inappropriate jokes to the law sometimes not being any help at all. But I'm just going to ask you right now, I mean, I work at the Foster Group, and I'm hearing that you uh, put dog shit in someone's desk. I'm a little stressed. Uh, do you got anything up your sleeve for next week that I should be prepared for? I mean, it's remote work. There, we're we're very COVID sensitive. But what do you think would be a, a prank that could be accomplishable uh, via telecommuting? Well, as I mentioned before we started recording, I am going to be traveling 
to your neck of the woods. So be very afraid. <laughs> and I would be a horrible prankster if I gave any sort of idea about what or if I was going to do anything. I like people to be afraid around April Fool's Day and the week after, because that's when you discover the shit. Yeah, I mean, and in some cases, it's quite literal. <laughs> but exactly. you, you you play the long game. You 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 thrive off of the fear of the prank, don't you? That's a little, it's a little spooky. It's fun. <laughs> and I would say this. The other thing is, I would say one of the things that we do well, um, and that's a little different at the Foster Group, is we do have our HR consultant, Liz and her team, and they will give you advice about what to do, how to handle it. If you don't have an HR person in the company. Um, and if you want good advice, you should call and ask for Liz. If you want the, Hey, let's just have fun and, and joke around advice. You can always call me. Um, but yeah, that's, that's well, that sounds thing. great. I mean, if you want real advice, you should go to the professional in the situation, which has been made quite clear to be Liz. <laughs> given, <For sure. laughs> but For I think sure. uh, I think one thing is clear is that if you're gonna go with pranks, you should know your HR representative well and have a relationship. And I think that's one thing the Foster Groups provides. And <laughs> as you said, give us a call and we will walk you through if your prank is going to fly. And it'll be Liz on the legal side and Troy on the humor side. I mean, it's important. Well, what I was going to say is here's the thing. If you call Liz, you probably won't have to use me as your lawyer defending you. Uh, Liz will give you the advice to keep you away from the claim. Um, if you're free spirited and don't need Liz, you're probably going to need me later to laugh about that joke and help you not pay the consequence. <laughs> well, I think calling Liz is going to be the best. Uh, prior preparation prevents piss-poor performance, and that should be taken into account when you plan your pranks for next week. Guys, thank you so much for listening. Guys and girls, excuse me. Thank you so much for listening to Legally Speaking. It is What the Fuck this episode. We've covered quite a few scenarios that would have me saying what the fuck. And I'm excited to return back to Legally Speaking with Troy Foster next week. What are we going to be talking about, Troy? Yeah, Joy. So next week, uh, we are going to talk about religion and um, how people can exercise their religion and how employers uh, need to be aware of it uh, in the workplace. Yeah, because, I mean, with some of the pranks I've heard of, they should definitely be aware of how they should repent, especially right. given yeah. Easter given Easter coming up. So that'll be a great episode. Thank you all for listening. We hope you enjoyed the first unscripted, uncut, and unfiltered episode of Legally Speaking with Troy Foster. Thank you all so much. Have a great weekend. Take care now.